August uh, 9th through August 12th. Weather got cold, so the 9th was a bit of a wasted day. On the 10th, took a uh, jeep tour to the northernmost point of Olkon Island. We could see the widest part of the lake, very blue, blue as far as you could see lengthwise. Pretty countryside, grassy hills with flowers and forests of many small pines. They cooked us lunch in the forest. It was omul soup, O-M-U-L soup, and smoked omul over the fire. Omul's a fish. That was very good. Some of the best fish I've ever had. Also saw a former gulag on the island where they had prisoners, exiles, from Latvia and Ukraine. Next day, Christian and I, Christian and I took a three-hour hike into the hills with nice views of the lake and um, through hills uh, with wild wheat and beautiful purple thistles. Then went to a, a secluded cove near Shaman Rock and went for a swim. Very refreshing. You get used to the cold like Tahoe. At this cove met this very interesting girl, Sema, S-E-M-A. She's Turkish, but lives six months of the year in New York. She travels the rest on 3000 a year and pitches documentary ideas to PBS, Discovery Channel, and the like. She goes way off the beaten track, all the stans, Kazakhstan, Uzbekistan, etc. And she hopes to interview the new Chechen president in Chechnya. Talk about crazy. After dinner, and just as the sun set, we took a night dip. Talk about refreshing. It was really cool. And drank vodka and watched the sky and water change colors. Made a fire for her at her place, and we talked in front of the fire for a few hours. Spark burned a big hole in my shirt. Back to Irkutsk yesterday, and Matthew and I looked for the girls last night. Had a beer at a park and watched the young folks congregate, but didn't find the girls at the bars. Walked around today. Very interesting city. Has a main boulevard with pretty buildings and lots of people walking, going about their business. Really cool because the sights and sounds are so different than my corner of the world. This is what traveling is all about. I'm really into it today. Cool to think there is this big city, 500,000, in the middle of, sub of Siberia. They also have big log cabin houses with elaborate trim above the windows and roof. Very run down, but when renovated will be a tourist draw. Uh, trans, old Soviet cars... Lenin statue, Lenin Street, and Karl Marx streets cr cross in city center. Big river at side of town, the Angara, A-N-G-A-R-A. And all these Russians waiting for second leg of my train now, off to Ekaterinburg. 8.13, Friday the 13th, was an interesting day. Not many people in first class. But there is a cool couple my age from New York, Heather and Leon. I've also met two young American guys who just finished teaching in Japan. 
Chris and Chuck, as well as one from Ireland and two from England, who taught as well. I enjoyed staying up late late and discussing the world's problems with them. They were all bright, and I've learned to maneuver in the U.S. discussions pretty well. The countryside has been much more populated than the last leg. The land is cultivated, and small villages and dakas uh, with gardens. Of course, pretty trees in between, and lots of distance without spruce, pine, birch, something or another. Oh, the word for birch is T-A-Taga. T-A-I-G-A? I don't know. Uh... Cultivation. On the 12th, noticed four Russians in the dining car getting drunk on vodka. The usual deal. But one was carrying a gun. I was on my way to the dining car from dinner and I run into Leon uh, for dinner. And I run into Leon. He says things are heating up. He and Heather got roped into drinking with these guys. One of one of them pulls out a gun. Turns out they are all carrying and puts it on the table. Then one starts putting the moves on Heather. Leon gets mad, tells Heather to go to the cars where most of their tour group is, and he was on his way to his carriage to get a bottle of vodka to give these guys as a gift. He did and that worked these guys are mafia we think the police said they won't touch them and they sure caused quite a stir yesterday they finally passed out and the train was normal again august 14th through august 16th made it to ekaterinburg walked around the main boulevard and they had a huge gathering maybe a hundred thousand people it was cold but they had a concert Pretty city, a river runs through it. Another city that is in the real deal. That all all the old cars and trams and apartment blocks, the heart of Russia. After seeing the crowd, I had a few drinks at the out, at an outdoor tented cafe. I met some guys and had vodka. I then went to a club with some weird girl and had too much vodka. Beware of the vodka. Two days later, and I still don't feel quite right. Not good. Always an adventure. Took three tries before I found a hotel. Also lost a day being hungover. But took me a while to find a travel agent to find a Ural Mountain tour. I leave tomorrow. To cap it all off, before I was totally inebriated, this really cute girl gave me her phone number. I didn't even ask and told me to call her, but I lost it later in the night. Ah, beware of the vodka. So a uh, couple interesting uh, things happened to me on that uh, <laughs> that portion of the trip. Um, uh, first of all, the, the, the Russian mafia. So, <laughs> so these guys um, that were the mob... Uh, they they had Hawaiian shirts like shirts you would see Thomas Ma- uh, Thomas um, Tom Selleck in Ma- Magnum PI wear you know the floral typical Hawaiian shirt and they all had them you know blue red and and so but and they're all young they're like eighteen to early twenties and I think the deal is they're low level mafia 
And they mu- it must be something with the drug trade, with the heroin coming up from um, Afghanistan, I would suspect. But um, yeah, but they were on the train. I don't know just if they were protecting a shipment or if they were you know just moving around. Um, but you know they like everyone else would go to the dining car and they were drinking and I saw them there. And then that couple I met apparently they got roped into drinking with them because that's what happens when you go in these dining carts. They want you to drink with them. And uh, apparently, like one of them put his arm around his wife, and then then and then a couple of them got in an argument, not with him but with each other. And uh, Leon told me that one guy pulled out his gun and put it on the table and was like, "Oh yeah, you know, like that was his ultimate um, um, argument, you know, to win the argument." And so because he because Leon told Heather to get out of there and scram, he wanted to make nice with these guys, so he went back and got a bottle of vodka and gave it to him. And then later that, you know, as the hours went on, like I, one of those guys I saw on one of the cars, cause you would walk from car to car and he was in the little area between the cars. There's always like a, you have all these berths, you know, that make up most of the car, but there's always like, um, in the area between cars, there's kind of like an area to kind of like pull out a little seat and, and sit there or just stand. And he was there passed out like against the window. And so, you know, that's what ultimately happened to all these guys. They got so drunk, they passed out. And um, and I had my own little experience too. Oh, and then uh, the other thing, um, I met that woman at, at um that little island in in Lake Baikal, Sema, and it was weird because it was like the most romantic evening. Like we skinny dipped uh, during the sun, you know, the sunset in this Lake Baikal, the Shaman Rock, and we I guess had some vodka, and then we went to her little cabin, and she had like a a wood burning stove and we sat in front of that to a raging fire and and um I like went to kiss her and nothing <laughs> and I thought oh okay well not interested it was like the most romantic setting you could ever imagine and just nothing happened and um and then I ran into her like a few days later like on the ferry back to the mainland and um she gave me her number and you know and she was very interested then and then uh, you know, we actually stayed in touch a little bit and she invited me to New York and I never went out there, but, um, I think she did actually end up meeting the Chechen president. I mean, that's like some serious stuff. Uh, anyway, just kind of weird how things work out and don't work out. Um, um, but then I had another, so this Ekaterinburg was was cool. Cause it, to me, it felt like the heart of Russia. It was a real city. It had all the old Soviet, um, icon, I, um, I, I, what's the word? The iconography, the, you know, the symbols and, and all the stuff that was there in the Soviet Union, they still hadn't torn any of it down. Like the sickle and, and, uh, they had this big square and it was one of their big, uh, summer parties and they had these big white tents all over. And so I went out for that and, um, and uh, I met these guys, and everybody's drinking in these little tents. And I went there, and these guys thought I was like, you know, such a novelty, right? And their whole thing, I think, was to try to get me drunk, which they did. And uh, you know, we they, we had a couple bottles of vodka, or one, you know. And so after that, I'm totally drunk. And then this woman just appears, and uh, by then it, I'm just drunk, and. And so, but she takes me with her, and she was wearing like a trench coat, if I remember correctly, and high heels and a dress. So she takes me to this club, 
where we get another bottle of vodka. It's like in a little carafe, you know, has like a small, um, what you would get like a small carafe of wine, but it's all vodka. Well, she doesn't drink any of it. I thought we were going to share it, you know, so I end up drinking the whole thing. But then there's a disco there. And so we we dance, and it was one of the strangest scenes in my life because it was uh, she was the worst dancer you could imagine. Uh, she was like Elaine. Remember that episode from Seinfeld where Elaine is like just the worst dancer in the world? That was this woman. And we're getting down, boogieing, disco ball, all these other Russians dancing. And she would like alternate between like grabbing me and like, you know, really grinding and... And then she'd like let go of me and then she'd do her like horrible Elaine moves and then grab me again. And I'm just sitting there like look – I had to laugh. I mean it I, I was the most surreal scene. It was just so weird. And um, anyway, go back to her place outside the city, take a cab um, and 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 get in the little corner liquor store like in Mongolia, get a bottle of vodka. Ugh. And then spent the rest of the night talking with her brother in the kitchen. And he doesn't speak English. I don't speak Russian. But we ended up talking for hours and sharing vodka. And I'm sure he's probably like a a heroin addict or something like that. I I think she had mentioned that or something. I I don't think think she spoke that much English. But um, And her little kids were there, although we didn't see them that night. And, of course, I thought I was going to get lucky, but I got – so drunk I woke up the next morning actually not the next morning like at 2 in the afternoon not knowing not only not knowing where I was not knowing who I was I mean I I was like being reborn and I remember this little uh, girl peeking in through the crack in the door like to see if I was alive and I'm like oh my god I, you know, I checked my kidneys. You know, you hear that thing about being in a vat of, of uh, ice cubes or a bath of ice, you know, ice cubes because they took out your kid. I mean, I literally like checked my kidneys. Okay, you know, I was good. Oh, it was awful, awful. But uh, anyway, I met these guys on the train, Chris and Chuck, who were English teachers um, in like Korea or something, and a few other folks. And anyway, then we we ended up hanging out after that. But um, I've, and I forgot to say, like in her kook side, that guy Matt, he had seen one that stayed at the hostel where the woman who owned it or ran it, you know, spent the night with him. And we went out one night in her kooks, and I, gosh, I can't remember the details of of where we went. I wish I could. Um, I remember walking around by the river, and I think we we tried to find some bars and stuff, but we we weren't able to meet any local folks. We did go to a bar on that Olkhan Island. Um, which I kind of remember, uh, but that was just like a little like, you know, I don't know, some dive little place. But that was interesting because they had natives and uh, Russians. But uh, I guess that's all I can remember. Uh, Ekaterinburg is where Boris Yeltsin is from. It's where they killed the Tsar's family. Um and it's at the Ural Mountains. And the Ural Mountains, uh, well, I'll talk about them in the next episode.